Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Good day and welcome again to the Career Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Poon, and today we have Mr. Gerben Verniker. Very Afrikaans. No, eh. very, Afrikaans. very Afrikaans. <laughs> Actually, you know, I was I was baptized Gert Abraham von Nikerk. You don't get more Afrikaans than oh that. Oh my goodness. So luckily I didn't I didn't torture you with that name. Okay. Thank you so much. I feel so blessed. Yeah. <laughs> um so just to introduce Gerben, uh Gerben already started his radio career as a production assistant for a community radio station at the tender age of twelve. In two thousand and three he joined Gofsi FM as the breakfast presenter a position he held for three years. He then joined OFM for two years thereafter and then returned again to Community Radio for another two years and in 2017 rejoined OFM. Herbert enjoys spending time doing some gardening, taking his Scotty for walks, um, riding around the country on his Harley Davidson, currently completing a PhD in journalism at the University of Stellenbosch. Gerben is also a founding president of Bloemfontein Toastmasters, a club aimed at helping him become a better communicator. He's also the CXO for Student Life at the UFS Residence Head for Cajiso Day Residence. And although he has no idea of the relevance to his life, his favorite quote from one of his favorite villains is, it is what it is, and that is all that it is. Gerben, welcome. Thank you for your time. How are you doing today? I'm always well. Great being here. I must admit, this is the first time ever that I've been interviewed uh, electronically. I've been interviewed for newspapers and things, but this would be my very first time. I'm, I'm looking forward. Okay, great. And I'm glad that we are your first time. <laughs> um, so welcome. It's such a uh, pleasure to have you here. And before we unpack your job and, you know, all that you've done in the amazing years of your life, tell me about the best day in your career. When was it and what happened? It was quite strange. Obviously, I started radio when I was, you know, I was very young. Mm. And then I did, um, you know, I started at Kof CFM. And what happens when you're at campus radio, you, you tend to think nobody listens. True. Um, and, I, I, you know, I did a crazy, crazy breakfast show. And if I have to think back about all the things that I've done, uh, I was probably the least politically correct person in the world. Um, and randomly, I was walking on campus and a guy came to me and he said to me, listen, I really enjoy your show. And I said, thank you very much. To this day, I don't take compliments well, but I said, you know, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. He said, you know what? I was on my way to commit suicide. I listened to your show and I just realized, you know what? There's there's some laughter in mm. life still left. Um, so that was the first time that I realized that radio is is, is very powerful. Uh, and the first time I realized that I, I made it uh, was my first stint at OFM. I was in a production studio and I was struggling to read something and it just dawned on me. You know what? All the work, everything has brought me to this moment, to this bit of struggle. Um, so that was, you know, those are the two moments that really stand out. Definitely. What a journey. So tell me a bit about it. Um, from being a student to now being the professional that you are today and being um, the pioneer that you are, I would say, in radio. Please share, um, because you're currently also pursuing a PhD in journalism. Um, what did your academic journey look like and how did it start? Uh, was it always straight? Uh, was there some curves and bumps along the way? How did it all happen? So it's, a, it's actually an interesting story. So I, I never got matric exemption. 
Okay. So I got to the university and they said, well, they can't, you know, admit me to allow me to the university because mm. I don't have matric exemption. And I went for those tests, you know, where they have yes, to have yes, a look yes. and I went through the test and like Mr. Finnegarby, you know, there seems, there seems to be an intellect, but the willingness doesn't seem to be there. Mm. And uh, I'm like, well, is there nothing you can do? And he's like, ah, oh. we just think it's like, no, but your M score is just too low. You know, he's yeah. like, but what do you want to study? I was like, no, media studies. He's like, welcome to the University of the Free State. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, I, I got admitted to the university. Um, sounds like a hospital. I got admitted in uh, 2003. And mm. by my second year, I realized that I'm just actually a little bit lazy. Mm. Uh, so I studied and I finished my degree and I finished my honors and I did an honors in psychology. And when I applied for my master's degree, uh, they told me that I can't do my master's degree because I don't have matric exemption. I said, well, I have four degrees. And, no, 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 you don't have matric exemption. Oh, wow. So I had to go and apply for provisional matric exemption mm. from the day that I left matric to, to that moment of two and a half thousand rand, which is, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so then yeah, I, I did my master's eventually completed that. And now my PhD in Stanbosch, which is a bit different. Everything was, was, you know, was revolved around radio, uh, but the PhD is a little bit more, it's a bit different. Really? Something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I would say. Um, so let's say then you didn't study media studies and especially because for you to even get to media studies was a bit of a struggle or a challenge rather and you weren't in radio presenting. Um, you know, what else would you have liked to do? Or would you have been seeing yourself doing? I would have loved to be in advertising. Um, I would have loved just to think, and, and that's a you know, large part of my work at the moment, mm. is, is to conceptualize, think about ideas and, and do crazy stuff and see what works and then, you know, take it back a notch from there. So I think if I can have my life over again, I would definitely do, do advertising. They say mm. it's a cutthroat business, but I cannot see that comparing to radio in any sense <laughs> of the word. Makes sense, makes Makes total sense. Um, and I think also now relating back to the personal story that you shared, when you really realize how significant and how powerful radio is a tool in connecting to people um, and bring us back now to real life, you're not in advertising. Uh, what do you think makes you so unique in what you do as a radio presenter? What makes you good? Um, you know what the biggest struggle always w when you start your radio career and especially your campus radio community radio wherever you start is that people tend to have this radio persona they try to have this voice this is 9.7 yeah. heifeld stereo playing <laughs> Joburg's favorite hits um and you know that takes time to unlearn mm. and i think what 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 makes me relatively good is that I try to be as close to my personality as possible. Mm. Uh, when I make a mistake on air, then I say, oh, I was just having the worst day ever. Mm. Uh, because you can't, you know, if people perceive you as being fake, then they won't like you. I mean, you've, you've met a person and you, you know, when you're talking to this person, you realize this is not the real person I'm not talking sure. to. This is a little yeah. bit of a little bit of a persona. Mm. So I, I think what I really try, and, and I still struggle to this day, and I've been broadcasting for many years, is is really to to steer away from the radio talk, top of the hour, bottom of the hour, mm. and really be as, as personal as I can. And as authentic as you can yeah. be, which I really think you do well. Thank you very much. Um, so if someone is listening now, uh, which someone will listen, whether it's a student in our, uh, from our student community or anyone that is really just aspiring to go through this career, path uh, that you're going through or just be in radio in some space and would like to get here what is the best way that you would say they could prepare themselves if uh, i had an interview with a student the other day and 
I asked, you know, if you could have advice for other students, what would mm. it be? And that student said, well, fill up the space, the space that's been given to you. And I think that's my advice if, you, if you're at the university, whether it be Central University of Technology, any other university mm. or courses, is join campus radio station. Mm. If, you, if you're not at the university, join a community station. It is virtually impossible to get into a commercial radio you know, work or swear mm. without community radio yes. um, a background. So get involved. If you don't get in, if you don't come in, start your own podcast. Mm. Because what happens is when you when you apply for a job, when you talk to a programming manager, you know, they want to see a couple of things. One, they want to see personality. Two, they want to see, um, you know, do you have a following? Mm. And it's not about being an influencer on social media. You need to be a little bit more than that. I mean, you've seen these influences, and again, it comes across as fake. Yes. And most of the time, those influences come across as fake, and they don't, you know, the audience don't don't really find mm. uh, a, a connection with them. So my advice is, you know what, get involved as soon as possible. If you can't, do your own thing. And corner, and this is going to sound very silly. Cornerstone, cornerstone, cornerstone of radio is you, you need to be able to read. Um, and that's one of the things that people are struggling with at the moment. Mm. So be honest with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. If you can't read out loud, start reading out loud. Wow, I would never have thought of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, 55%, 60% of my job's reading. Yeah. And, and I need to read it in such a way that it doesn't sound like, like it's Like you're reading, reading. Yeah. exactly. And if I make a mistake, then... Uh, right? Basics. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so um, we always say uh, it's never just rainbows and sunshine with every job, with yeah, yeah. any career field. Uh, you know, there's always something tiring, something frustrating or something mundane about it. And what would you say is that for you in terms of radio? Radio is fantastic. I, 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 love, I love doing it. It is... It is a cruel business. It's a cruel mm. mistress in the sense that there are very few presenters in the in the country that have a permanent contract. Uh, for argument's sake, I'm I'm contracted by OFM, mm. so most of the presenters, and that contract can expire at any time. Um, they could tell me, you know, this morning was your last show, mm. and and that's it. So it's difficult to you know to have a, um, a stable life, you know, if that's if that's your type, of, you know, if you're that type of person, uh, which I am, mm. you know, to do that and only that is is, is you know is very risky, mm. uh, and it's especially with radio, one mistake. You lose your show, you lose your reputation, you lose everything. Mm. So it's high risk, uh, but it's uh, what the CEO always says at, 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 at OFM, you know, it's the best job in the world. It's really, it's really fun, but scary. Definitely. Very scary. I think we always just see it with all the big um, radio stations as well in the country, how one today, um, you're the biggest presenter on, on, on a radio station and tomorrow you, yeah, you're not there. I mean, if you can if you can mention five professional radio presenters over the age of fifty five, I'll be very surprised. Mm. It's it's just not you know it, it it's just not a, a a type of you know a career path in the long term. That's why if you want to get into radio, you need to get into radio as soon as, as soon possible. as you can. And, yeah. and when you join a radio station, do as much as you can. Mm. What, what we found with people joining Coff CFM is. You know, they realize, well, we don't get paid. And then after three months, well, this is a lot of effort. But don't see it as, as, as a job. See it as, as a way for you to gain free experience. Where Definitely. other people need to pay to get experience. Yes. You know, you're getting you're getting this this for free. Mm, definitely, I agree. Um, and last, then share one secret about radio and about your job. Um, something that someone who is not in radio would never have guessed about it. About radio? Yes. 
Uh, a lot of things on radio are actually pre-recorded. Okay. Um, which there are shows that are pre-recorded. Most of the phone calls on most stations are pre-recorded because oh, wow. it's 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 high risk. You mm. never know what the person is is going to say. Um, so if you listen to to your radio station and you hear someone being interviewed and you hear the music starting in the background and by the time that the interview is done and you are done, the vocal of that song starts. You know, that was pre-recorded. Oh wow. Uh, and the timing is just, you know, they work it out to say, well, if this entire interview, there's six, 16 seconds yes. left, the next song has got a 16-second intro, they start the song in the background. Mm. By the time the interview finishes, the song finishes. Uh, there are many, many radio presenters that are never live. Never. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting to the section of the interview where I'm just going to ask you five questions okay. where you don't have to think about it. The first thing that comes into your mind, you say it. Um, and I'm going to start now. All right, go for Coffee it. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Remote or on-site? Uh, remote. Okay. Every morning I? Wake up to go to the show. Literally, I wake up, my, my, my weekday shows are 5 to 6 in the morning, weekend 6 to 9. Oh. So, I literally, I wake up every morning to go to work. To go to a show. Yeah. And your favorite word is? Um, it's a swear word. I can't, um, I, I can't use it here. I, I love Afrikaans swear words. There's just a little bit of an <laughs> oomph into Afrikaans swear words. There are many languages. And, you know, Afrikaans isn't the prettiest language in the world. They say it's one of the ugliest yeah. because of all the sounds, you know, especially in my name, Gerben. Uh. <laughs> but damn, yeah, Afrikaans swear words, there are few things better in the world than that. Oh, my gosh, Gerben. I think you are just as funny and as, um, you know, what you, I think, um, articulated in, the, in your bio or shared in your bio that you're as real as it gets. What you see is really what you get. And I think I enjoyed this conversation so much. It was such a pleasure having you here. Continue doing the amazing work that you do. Um, and I really hope that one person at least um, will really get to learn from your journey and feel that they can also do it and that it's possible for them. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for, for the invitation. It was fantastic being here. You must have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. You too. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success. 